0: everybody doing this morning come on give me a little more than that how's everybody doing this morning it's great to see your beautiful faces and that's the golden spot right there under that tree right there is the shade that's the spot (laughs) hey next time you got to get here early you got to find your spot no thanks for being with us I know I know it's hot or whatever but uh there's been worse there's been, wor- There's been worse, and I'm just thankful to see you guys. I hope you're excited to receive a word. Hey, someone say, he ain't going to be long. <laughs> someone say it like you mean it. He ain't going to be long today. All right. But, but you came to hear a word from the Lord, I believe that every time that I speak, that's that's what I wanna I wanna take. Someone's got to take something home with them that changes their life. The Holy Spirit's got to speak something to someone, cause someone comes desperate, someone comes hungry to hear from the Lord, and they just they just need a word. And I know that when we speak, things can happen. When Ezekiel spoke to the Valley of Dry Bones, man, what happened? Life came, and I'm believing that for you today. I'm a, I'm believing that for me. Lord, speak to me, right? Speak to me. God is changing, God is working, and God wants to work in your life. This is the final message of the one in the middle. This is Jesus, my friend, forever. Someone say, Jesus, my friend, forever. We've we've talked, Jesus as my savior. He's the one in the middle, right? Jesus as my savior. Jesus as my hero. Uh, what was last week? What was it? Jesus as the master builder and Jesus, my friend, forever. Who needs a good friend today? Someone might be in a tough situation. You got a lot of Facebook friends. You got a lot of MySpace friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I was writing this message. Who had a MySpace top friend list? Come on, don't lie. Yeah, how? How? Thirty? Three? Who what what person were you? Some people is like, I think we had to keep like fifty, a top fifty, because you didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But that movement, man, I was 17 on their lesson 16, and then you go to theirs, and if you're fifteen or if you're higher on theirs, you wanna up it. Anyone knows man you young bucks, you won't understand what MySpace was like. And then your song, what was your MySpace song? That's what Facebook doesn't have. It doesn't have a song. You go to your profile, and you have a song. I like that. Anyway, just talk to Zuckerberg or something. We'll find out. Okay. Jesus is a friend beyond social media, beyond your Facebook. How many friends you got on Facebook, man? I don't know how much that's real friendship anyways. Jesus wants to come to you today and be a real friend. He wants to be a real friend to you. You know what's different about Christianity than any other relationship is in the entire world? is the Godhead comes down and wants to be your friend the godhead you can turn around the one who created the mountains behind you the great i am who measures the universe by the palm of his hand breathes stars into existence that god calls you by name and wants to be your friend today real friend he's not going to block you he wants to be your real friend There's no other relationship like this. Jesus says in John 15, My command is this, love each other as I've loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus laid down his life for his friends. What's true friendship? What's friendship look like? It's not just a friend request. Jesus showed us what it looks like by His commitment to us on the cross. What a friend we have in Jesus. Come on, have you heard that song before? Come on, someone just take a second. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have. Come on, why don't you take a second and just worship the Lord. You don't need music. You don't need air conditioning to worship Jesus. What a friend I have in Jesus who's never left my side, who's always been there since my first breath. Lord, you've always been there. What a friend I have in Jesus. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we thank You for being here. We thank You that You're not limited to air condition. You're not limited to padded pews. You're not limited to anything. God, You can speak and You're moving among us. As the Spirit was moving over the water, so are you moving right now. The person of the Holy Spirit is in us and walking around us, filling this space. Holy Spirit, speak to us today. We need you. Thank you for being our friend. Show us today. In Jesus' name, someone say amen. 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 It's important not to go alone, guys. You know that, right? I want to start off and say, you know, that's the importance of the church, the ecclesia, what we talked about last week. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Lord, build your church, build your church, your way, not our preferences, not our preconceived ideas about what church looks like. The Lord wants to pour out his spirit on every race, every color, every tribe, every language. The Lord wants to pour out His Spirit, and He wants to work, and He wants the church to come together like never before. So we can't do it alone. We need people. You need people. Lone Rangers? It do not work, man. We need each other. That's why God created the church. But He throws, shows us all throughout Scripture. Moses had Aaron. Where's Ollie? Didn't you preach that? And Moses and Aaron and Hur lifting up Moses' hands for him. Naomi had Ruth. Where you go, I'll go. David had Jonathan and even Jesus, the perfect one. He had the 12, but he also had the inner three. The people that Jesus could really walk with and be intimate with and be close with. I feel susceptible of my own self to be a lone ranger, and I don't want to be that. How about you? Who do you need? I just listed off Naomi and Ruth, Moses and Aaron, David and Jonathan, Jesus and Peter, James and John. Who do you have? What's the name that pops into your mind? I don't, I don't want you to go alone, man. Because it's easy to get off and it's easy to get out of sync and it's easy to get a, get in a funk and try to help find your hope in other things. We need Christian friends. We need people beside us. The Lord said in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. So what did he do? I will make a helper suitable for him. Any type twos out there? Any helpers? Come on, raise your hand. Where's the helpers at? Yeah, you guys are amazing. Type twos. I will make a helper suitable. And we all say, man, that's amazing. You know, our wife or our girlfriend, or our husband. Yeah, because we're talking in context of Adam. Adam is by himself and the Lord, right? And Genesis creates Eve. Why? Because it's not good for man to be alone. But I was thinking about it. You know, it's it's, it's important for us to become one flesh with our wife. It's important to do life together. But then I thought about the single people, right? I thought about the people in high school, the people like Paul that have committed to... Uh, not being with a woman or a girl, not being with a man, or, or the situations having, I saw man, well, well, yeah, God, it's not good for man to be alone then. You know, it's not good for men. And the, and the Lord said, I want you to think a little bit deeper about this verse. Because there's many people walking and even listening to me right now that feel very alone. You might even be married and feel very alone. I know for me, In this Christian walk and and what I feel my calling is at times, come on, someone testify. You can feel very alone. People don't understand your calling. People don't understand where you are in life. People, you say, if the shoe fits, walk in my shoes. The reality is they can't walk in your shoes. And so we have all these people and we say, man, I have a lot of people around me. I have the 2,000 friends on Facebook. I have whatever you might have. And you might still feel like you're walking alone. I've felt at times that I feel like I'm walking alone. If we look at it, the eagle, the Christian life can be a lot like that. As beautiful and as majestic as the eagle is in its soars, the eagle flies alone. And we can feel the same way, but the Lord, what did He say? It's not good for man to be alone. So what's He do? He creates a helper suitable. And there's a helper suitable beyond your soulmate. There's a S-O-U-L soulmate for you, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Lord, what I felt like uh, as clear as, as could be was that the helper's suitable. It's it's beautiful for the two to become one flesh. It's beautiful to have a have a helper beside you. It's beautiful. My, my wife just took the baby. It's be, she's beautiful. She's amazing. But at the same time, there's a, a level deeper than that. And your soul, you're going to stand before God on your own. And you need a helper for the soul suitable for you. Or else you'll be wandering alone with a million people around you and you'll never find that security or comfort because the reality is your soul is completely alone outside of the work of the Holy Spirit and God what he wants to fill inside of you is the helper suitable for you If you don't get anything else, what they receive here, the baptism, they make their decision to walk with the helper suitable for them. Someone say amen. Amen. And we have a helper suitable for our soul who gets us, who knows when you lay your head down at night and you cry yourself to sleep and no one else knows the helper, the Holy Spirit. Knows. And when you wake up in the morning and you read your Bible or you pray or you feel hopeless, whatever your situation might be, there is a helper suitable for you. Jesus said in John 14, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you and remind you of all the things I've said to you. Isn't that beautiful? When we're talking about Adam and who God created for him, he's giving us a representation of what the Holy Spirit is going to do for each and every one of us. Remind yourself that the Holy Spirit is the helper suitable for you. And if you haven't received him today, I pray that you do. I pray that you go beyond all the lies of the enemy and all the distractions and the cicadas and everything else. And you receive, man, the helper suitable for you. You receive the person for your soul. The one who knit you together and set you apart before you're in your mother's womb. Who knows when you sit and when you rise. And knows your thoughts. And knows the depths of your heart and still loves you the same. He is the helper for your soul. And he's there for you. He's your friend who sticks closer than a brother. But the reality of all of us at one time was this. Remember. This is Ephesians 2. Remember, at one time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world, but now. In Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. You who were once far away. Come on, I love it. Have been brought near by the blood of Christ Jesus. Anybody have any but God moments in your life that you were without hope and without God in the world? But God. But God came through who was rich and mercy and rescued, tore through the darkness like a sword, piercing the darkness and brought life and light into your soul. The reality of our situation is we were all once without hope and without God in the world, but God. But God. And we're showing that today. These kids, these older people, are showing that we were once but God. We were once separate. We 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 were at enmity with God. We were not friends of God but God who was rich in mercy came to rescue us and bring us close and now what does the Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of Christ and the old has gone and the new has come the new has come and the Lord wants to show you today that he's committed to you he wants to show you that he's committed to you how do we know this How do we know this? 2,000 years ago he showed his commitment. Greater love is no man than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. He's showing you what what a true friendship is like. Servanthood, laying my life down for you, sharing life together, being faithful, not blocking you when you say one thing negative or something that they don't like. That ain't friendship. It ain't friendship when you go block somebody. (laughs) It's deeper, it's sharing life, it's intimacy. It's doing the journey together. It's like the Holy Spirit, your advocate, who defends you. Who's the person that defends you, forgives you, walks with you, talks with you, shares life? You can be honest with them. You can be vulnerable with them. You can be authentic. The Holy Spirit is never going to leave, and He showed you that 2,000 years ago, that while you were still sitting, Christ chose to die for you. While you were still me. I'll just, I won't say you. I won't put it in that person form. I'll say while I was still spitting in Jesus' face, when I knew, when I knew better, I, I've been raised in church. I knew what was right. I knew what was wrong. And still, and, the, and Jesus says, while I was still that way, I chose. And it's completely personal to God. It's completely against him. He's a holy God. He can't accept sin. It's, it's like hot and cold. He's hot and the absence of him is cold. It's sin. And I live in sin. But while I was still a sinner, Christ chose to die. For me, greater love is no one than this, to lay down one's life for my friends. I'm going to show you my commitment to you. By 2,000 years ago, I'm going to die on a cross so that you can't change it. I ain't going to block you. I'm not into disqualifying you. I wish no man shall perish. Everyone to come to the knowledge of this perfect, loving Savior and what I've done for you. That's what He wants to show you today. He is committed to you for the long haul. So whether it takes 20 years for you to finally come and say God all right I'll give you and waste 20 years of your life. If you want to make a decision today that no, I'm going to give you all of me, Lord. You show me that you gave all of me 2000 years ago on the cross and you rose again so that I wouldn't have to live defeated, but I could live in victory, in resurrection life. And just for a few moments before we end, and you guys can get ready to go, but and the next groups can get ready, but I want to talk just for a few moments about baptism and the power of baptism and the implications of friendship or relationship with God through baptism. Um, baptism is actually one of the sacraments of the church. We talk about the Lord's table And we're called to do this, the Lord's table. As often as we do this, do it in remembrance of me, Jesus said. But also we're called to baptize. It was actually a mandate of Christ. Repent and be baptized. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Be saved and be baptized. If you want to get baptized today, hey, I'm down. It's it's hot outside. I, I can take... My mic off, so I won't get electrocuted. We can do this. If you want to get baptized, let's get baptized. But what was powerful in Matthew three? You can write this down in your notes. Matthew three thirteen. I want us to take a moment and think about. Have you guys never seen people walking before? No, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. Matthew three thirteen. Um, it talks about Jesus. You know, Jesus was the perfect one, right? And Jesus got baptized. Why did he get baptized? I don't know, I'm asking you. Now, I know he he went to John. John said, John the Baptist, John the Baptizer said, Man, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. He's coming. And Jesus comes to John and says, To fulfill all righteousness, I want to be baptized by you. Jesus is perfect. Why does he need to be baptized? I don't know. I don't know, but let's look at it. Let's look at what it says. So Jesus gets baptized by John. This is before his ministry. Before his ministry. Think about it. I'm thinking about getting baptized again. Before his ministry, he comes up to John and gets baptized. To fulfill all righteousness, man. Gets baptized by John. What happens? What happens? The Father says to Jesus this is my son and whom I'm well pleased and heaven is opened up and the spirit comes on Jesus the holy spirit the dove comes upon Jesus after he was baptized you know it's beautiful Jesus said it when he, when he was 12 years old i got to be in the father's house but we have no under, we have no recollection of god saying that he's son until this moment This moment where Jesus gets baptized and he comes out of the water and finally we hear the Father declare, this is my son whom I love and whom I'm well pleased. This is the first moment that we see God declaring sonship with Jesus. After he lays it all... And he comes up out of the water. And then after this moment of declaring relationship with his son, declaring relationship, when we commit ourselves to Christ and we become baptized, the Lord, I believe, and wants to say to you guys, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. This is my daughter in whom I'm well pleased. And I'm believing that the dove, the Holy Spirit, will will illuminate your eyes that the Holy Spirit will come and set you free and deliver you from a lot of things that you've held up for over years. But it's not even about that because Jesus, of course, was perfect. Baptism, it seemed to be, was the ignition to Jesus' calling. It activated what the Father had prepared for the Son. The first time the Father reveals His true love and openness to the Son is after He was baptized. The Father confirmed the identities of the Son In baptism. And when the Spirit is poured out on Jesus, it was after He was baptized. So this is pretty awesome today. (laughs) If you haven't been baptized, I would challenge you to get baptized. It's not just a ritual, but we, we just believe what the Lord says about it. That it's beautiful. We're committing our lives In obedience to Him because He committed His life to us. The Bible says in Romans 6, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Praise be to God. (laughs) No matter how you come in, you can leave brand new in resurrection. in the same way that Jesus died and was raised to life. You can do the same and die and be raised to life. And if this spirit now of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. In you, because of his spirit that is your friend forever, can we stand together. The helper suitable for you, who brings a life into your situation. Who calls things that are not as though they are. Who brings dead things to life just by the word of his mouth. The Lord wants to bring life to you today. If you have not received Christ yet this awesome man just just get it out of your mind that this is like some quote church or religious thing if you have not received the perfect loving god that created the heavens and the earth and the stars and created you and me and has a purpose and a plan for your life if you haven't accepted him would you just accept them right now it's easy believe him. Lord, be my Lord. Lord, be my Savior. I commit my life to you so that now I have a helper suitable for me. I have my friend, Jesus, my friend forever. The Holy Spirit will walk with you. He'll talk with you. And the Bible says that he'll actually show you the way to go. And we believe that. And if you want to be baptized, I didn't just say that we can, we can make it happen. So after the service, come up and talk to me. We'll get baptized. The Bible says, therefore, it says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. What? Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey everything I've commanded. And surely, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you always, even to the very end of the age. Just let's take a second before this next round gets baptized let's just receive the friend forever let's receive the friend forever you don't have to do it alone it's not good for man to do it alone but you have a helper suitable for you Can someone give the lord praise and say amen Come on, you can do better than that. Thank the Lord for never giving up and always being there for you. In Jesus' name.